Hello, my name is Jacob Muff, and uh, you probably haven't heard our our voices in a while. Uh, this is Party Imbalance Podcast. Um, we took a big long break uh, during the winter, kind of winter break, Christmas time. Uh, we're all in college, so we were very busy with finals and needing a break from literally everything. Uh, but now we're back. So yeah, this is Party Imbalance episode seven. Uh, thank you to Tabletop Audio for the background music that we use, uh, kind of as ambiance. And uh, thank you for Rysik Art for doing the awesome art on our Facebook page. Uh, our character drawings look amazing. And uh, now let's let's get into this episode. Okay, where last we left off with our party, they had ventured into the uh, cavern of seals uh, in the city of Silverton, chasing after the tiefling warlock nymph as she attempted to destroy the cavern with barrels of gunpowder that were revealed to be taken from the Kadaran powder guard south of Silverton. The party intervened and despite many of them rushing quite close to death, managed to stop the explosions, though Nymph got away. Uh, Where we left them, they had just exited the cavern, many of them badly wounded, and started on their way. So what are you guys going to do now? Wait. Do we have our HP from last time, or are we good? Because I... Yeah. You have your HP from last time, but you're probably gonna you're gonna be able to go take a long rest. So okay, because I don't even have my sheet from last time. So yeah. <laughs> oh. And she just oh. has a magic ability to be perfectly fine. No, you don't. <laughs> nanobots, magic <laughs> nanobots. <laughs> okay. I wrote in my notes that someone in the cave record wants the cave destroyed. Um, maybe we should take a long rest and come back and see if we can find anyone who has something on the wall that want other people to know about. Okay. I don't. Yeah, because I mean, like the model. Well, we don't. We don't. We don't know the. Do we? Did were were we ever told any sort of motive uh, that Nymph had, or like that she was like maybe she was hired by somebody? Did she like monologue about that at all? Uh. No, you don't remember Nymph ever uh, telling you why she was doing it. Um, you imagine... Uh, Sean isn't here for our listeners. Uh, he's feeling unwell, but Sean can probably tell you that Nymph is known primarily for being a mercenary. So you imagine okay. somebody hired her, but you got no clues to who that might be. Okay. Uh, and you She's also... Keep going. She's not just like a terrorist. That makes sense. Not from what you know. Uh, yeah. Um, and it's also uh, mentioning that uh, because it has been a month, um, the uh, the Vistrum Steel Helm, the one of your the Stonekeeper contacts you had in the Cavern of Seals, uh, gave you all some information about things you were looking for in the cavern, as well as telling oh. you that the city would like likely reward you for your help. That's right. Um, well, I like rewards. 
<laughs> I think we all do. So, let's long rest and get those rewards. Yeah. And, and that information. Yo. Yes. Well, we got that. Oh, wait, we already got the information? About, like, each you, of the things we're seeking. You did already get that information. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> totally not obvious that we played together in two months. You all head uh, a little bit away. Um, Vistrum Steelhelm can uh, tell you to go to a, in, an inn up here in the cavern corridor. Uh, oh, and nice, it'll yeah. be paid for by the city, so you don't have to travel all the way down to the Emerald Quarter where you were staying. <laughs> uh, and you can That's all get beds and go ahead and have a long rest. Sweet! That's awesome. And then you wake up in the morning, and all your I stuff is gone. Hope... What? Excuse me? All my things are gone? No. <laughs> You're good. Um, <laughs> you wake up in the morning, you go out uh sean says that uh he he was it was a very long day yesterday and he needs to stay in and get his beauty sleep as he prepares to continue <laughs> hunting for nymph as she escaped that sounds very yes strong. i must get my beauty sleep before we hunt for <laughs> nymph so i'm going to go to bed that's my impression <laughs> that, that, was, that was a very good impression and i'm sure <laughs> nick will very much appreciate it um, <laughs> So you guys can go ahead and do whatever you need to do this morning. What do I need to do? I think we need to get our reward. Um, yes. <laughs> My new position is mayor. I haven't forgotten that. Have not forgotten. Neither has Oric. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. We're going to rule this town someday. Um, <laughs> Mr. probably okay. would have told you the best way to get the reward would be to go to the mayor, Klein Rivenstone, um, so that he can guide you to whatever reward this city is going to bestow upon you. I go to go. Let's do it. All right. So uh, you can head up. You'll meet Klein Rivenstone, and he'll tell you uh, essentially that he's very grateful for you for saving Cavern Quarter pretty much the entire thing, because that was a lot of gunpowder. Uh, his The guards have been uh, working pretty much through the night in shifts to clean it up, and they've collected it all into a caravan that they plan to send back to Kadera. Uh, and then um, he basically tells you that as a token of the city's uh, gratitude, uh, he's willing to uh, essentially pay for you to all go down to the Iron Quarter where you can get very uh, an item of your choice made from a Ooh. rare material. for uh, oh. uh, Like, for example, adamantium or mithril or uh, maybe a silvered weapon, something along those lines, and the city will pay. Nice. Heck yeah. I like that. Alright. Let's I yeah, that's a that's dope. I don't think NG would ever turn down a pointy object. 
Wait, would Mithril be able to make like like light armor that's have a higher armor class than leather armor? Uh, Mithril would be able to make a metal armor that doesn't impose disadvantage on stealth check. Uh, so it wouldn't uh, really help Auric because he can't wear anything but light armor. Yeah. But you could get an adamantium or silvered weapon, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Cool. I was just, my armor class is so low that I'm just like, I, I would love to raise it, but I don't know if there's any way I literally can't. So. Yeah, I'm <laughs> in the same boat, buddy. Uh, it's important to know, Kalia could go get Mithril armor. Oh? Uh, yeah, rangers can wear medium armor. Heck so if you yeah. wanted, like, Mithril uh, scale mail or Mithril throw breastplate or something along those lines or a chain shirt something along like something like that then you would be able to hey Sweet. can you make is there any rules for weapons made out of mithril i know there's rules for adamantium but there's not really rules for weapons made out of mithril but i can make some <laughs> Ooh. so like what are we talking uh I don't know for right now, but I will figure something out. Ooh. <laughs> you just make it since Mithril makes things like, like, makes armor quieter because it's light. You should just make it so I can get a Mithril greatsword and wield it with one hand. No. Seems pretty legit. <laughs> you can't wield a greatsword. You're a monk. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay. <laughs> A little Sorry. bit off topic, but didn't didn't um, Steelhelm tell us that like the king or not the king? Sorry, the mayor might want us to guard the caravan that's going to uh, um, uh, Kadera. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did mention that. Uh, and if you ask the mayor about that, he will say that he is willing to hire you as security, given that you uh, proved yourself capable of you know defending the city. Something like this is almost definitely going to be attacked because it is a very valuable, very powerful substance that is very, very rare because of the the way the powder guard protects it. So he would gladly be willing to reward your group for helping defend this shipment as they may it makes it way its way back to the mountains. If I defend yeah. the shipment, uh, will he, can I secure his vote for me in the next election? <laughs> um. He's going to tell you again that you're not a resident of the city, <laughs> and so you cannot actually run for mayor for a significant amount of okay. If I assist him, will he allow me to apply for residency and then vote for me in the election? He again tells you that you just have to live there for five years. So he'll pay you, and you can use that to buy a house in the city if you like. But then you would have That's to live good. there. <laughs> I could get a decoy. It's fine. <laughs> All Fake right. ID to become the mayor. Do you have any <laughs> other questions for the mayor of this city? Well, do we want to? Do we want to guard that shipment? Does that sound like a good idea? Like, or I guess I got to get into, um, uh, you know, uh, Auric voice. Uh, what do you, wh- 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 what do you guys think? Do you, do do we want to do that? Do we want to? Guard that shipment? I yeah. think that would be a good idea. 
<laughs> I like the idea of NG27 just being like, yeah. <laughs> you guys gotta realize NG probably has ulterior motives such as stealing a little bit of the gunpowder while nobody's looking. Well, so does Auric. That's Auric's oh. entire character. <laughs> wow. This is what I get for allowing a party full of nothing but thieves. Excuse me? <laughs> I'm not You're a thief. All, all criminals except for Kalia, but Kalia also just took a level in Rogue. So I was gonna say for reasons, <laughs> not for steely reasons, but for other reasons. <laughs> Only reasons to be a Rogue. Wrong. Well, no, there's there's the silently killing people reason, but that's but not the reason Oryx's a Rogue. Requirement. Can can we go down to the the Iron Quarter now? Yeah, I get want, our cool I stuff. Want... I want the cool shiny stuff. I swear I'm not a thief. <laughs> you're just like you're just like looking at yourself like I sound like Auric now. What have I done? <laughs> so you can all make your way down to the iron quarter. Um to, you can go to the uh if you want you can go to either the Greyhammer Smithy or the Stronghelm Smithy. Um both families you as you uh, learned earlier, are very skilled smiths and would be more than willing to do the work to help you here. Which uh, one helped us out earlier, though? Uh, the strong helms were the ones that kind of helped you earlier. Yeah, I think we should help them out because they helped us out. You know what I'm saying? Give them some business, I see. Exactly. I'm, I'm catching your drift. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I would like I will walk in there, find the guy. I don't remember his name. It's it's a woman named uh, Oh Seda Strong. It's ma'am. <laughs> she is a dwarf. She does still have a beard, like a pretty thick beard, but she is a female dwarf. So my bad. Uh, which you Kalia would remember. It, yes. it has been almost three and a half months since we recorded the episode where you guys went here last time. Kaylee remembers, Alyssa does not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, um, do you have the... I'm trying to get some mithril scale mail. Uh, yeah, she tells you pretty much she can definitely do mithril scale mail. Um, She'll make that for you. Uh, she looks kind of expectantly at the others. You imagine that the mayor must have sent a runner down to tell the smiths that they might be getting orders from you uh, and that ah. the city would pay for it. So she doesn't ask for payment or anything. She knows kind of who you are. And so she's like, okay, I can do that. That's dandy. Um, I want a mithril short sword. I don't know what it'll do. Loudon, when you know what it'll do, let me know. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you, yep. Uh, I, I would like a uh, um, adamantine short sword. That would be awesome. Thank, th th thank you. Okay. Uh, and then Quill. I, I would like a silver dagger. Okay. She can. That one's probably the easiest one of all of them to make. Um, and then. Uh, I'll ask Sean what he wants later on, but uh, he he will probably get a weapon as well. 
So you guys can all get your stuff. Um, essentially, what it I, I'll go over the details of what it means later on. But for those of you that got weapons, those tend to overcome damage resistances. And for Alyssa, Kaylee is going to have a slightly armor, higher armor class now. Uh, but still be pretty it. good at stealth. Yeah. Heck yeah, buddy. So you all uh, make your orders and uh, she'll uh, do her best to get those out. So if you come back the next morning, you can pick up your items and she'll definitely have those made for you. Nice. Yeah. Dandy. I'll just question. Should I should just start using my short sword even though Loudon doesn't know what it does and just let him figure it out on the fly and it'll be great. That sounds like um evil. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> Maybe don't. <laughs> it gives me a plus one anyway. Because I still have it, right? It didn't break ever, did it? Uh, no, you didn't ever uh, break your... So you're good. Uh, the you, you know what I'm talking about. All Manticore weapons get a plus one damage. Uh, the Manticore weapons got a plus one damage. These weapons that you uh, just got, the Mithril and Adamantine and Silver weapons, they don't get a bonus to anything, but they can overcome damage resistances and have some other special properties. Don't the adamantines make it so you can, like, break stuff really easily? Uh, yeah. Yeah, isn't it like so, you get a, it's a critical hit whenever you hit an object with adamantium? Yes, and it's, uh, it overcomes some damage resistances. So, nice. all of, all of, all together, you guys are better equipped than you previously were. And these weapons are not only very effective, but you can see that they are beautifully made. Uh, they're pretty much pieces of art that can kill things. <laughs> I like that. My favorite kind of art. <laughs> deadly art. <laughs> All art is deadly. Kind of art That's true. If you make it with knives. But... <laughs> yeah, anyway... Lots of art is made with knives, I guess. Listen, sure. listen. I know that you mostly work with film, but if you don't know what knife art is... <laughs> Then I don't, don't know, know what to what tell you. Oh. You oh. got to get used to knife art if you want to make it in Hollywood. <laughs> it's what it is. I'll try. I'll try my best. <laughs> okay. All right. So you guys, um, yeah. Can we? Should we go down? We we agreed to protect the caravan. Do we know when that's leaving? Um, it's not going to leave for probably when he told you. It was probably going to be four or five days to get all of the gunpowder properly cleaned up and packaged away. Heck. Okay, so we got free time or something. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> We've only been playing this for six episodes. <laughs> so six sessions is a long ways to get into a, a campaign, honestly. Wait, we did so like we have... our first ever campaign. We only had like twelve uh, sessions. So very, we're very have true. As like our characters to just kind of do stuff. Uh, yes, if you would like, you can go and uh, you can do a bunch of different things. If you want to go to the Cavern of Seals, 
and try to find um, find some more information, research a different topic. You can, if you want to just wander around the city and drink alcohol, you can. Um, if you want to spend some time, uh, like, there's basically just, if you want to do something, tell me and I'll figure it out. <laughs> go buy a uh, beer sometime. Kalia would like to go to the Cavern of Seals and see if she can find any more information on, because um, you told me the name and I wrote it down on uh, Malias Signy. Okay. Uh, the person who was carrying the moon blade that she was looking for. All right, you can do that. Let's go ahead and see, we'll say that is an investigation check. You can have advantage because you're working with the assistance of the stonekeepers in a very, very well-kept archive in the cavern. Okay. Oof, that's a 14. Um, you do find the passage that was told to you about how he passed through the city, uh, he was wielding the moon blade, uh, and he went east. You're not able to find anything more than that on that specific topic. That's pretty much all the cavern appears to have recorded. Uh, not really where he's go he was going, just that he was going east. Okay. Um, I guess I'll head to a library see if I can find any like maps and see if there's anything notable off to the east. If you want, uh, Vistrum Steelhelm can probably just pull out a map for you and show you one. Oh, sweet! Uh, they they okay. probably have maps here in the archive. Uh, so you look, um, you there is a fair number of things that are east, including uh, your home of uh, Viridian Peak. That is also to the east from here. But you do know that the one second i need to check my map <laughs> sorry folks i don't remember everything perfectly dang it louder do you know how mad she'd be if she went to all these places and then went back home and said sorry i can't find it and then goes in the basement and finds it underneath like a pile of rocks <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i just got like a little peek into her motivation and backstory that i didn't know before wow just wait till you see what actually happens. It's wow. in a base. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Okay. Um, to the east of Silverton, uh, there is uh, a fair amount of things, but relatively few large cities. So there is Viridium Peak uh, to the northeast. Uh, directly to the east of Silverton is the small kingdom of Aria. Um, but which doesn't have any major like population centers or anything, but it is, you know, well known for being basically a group of city states that banded together. Uh, there's the city of Anri's tower, which is noted for having a, uh, powerful Oracle that lives there. The massive living forest known as the Whipwood, uh, which is a noted home of, uh, like, basically living plant creatures and uh, ancient forest spirit, more or less. And then there's the temple city of Catherine's Temple uh, past that. 
which is noted for the basically being the birth like the home of most of the different uh worships of the different deities of uh kita uh-oh okay oh. so viridian peak the kingdom of aria and power which has an oracle whipwood the living forest place and Catholic yeah, those are the main things. If you go even farther east, you get hit the Darkleaf uh, in the Bajovan Desert, but you doubt that they would have gone that far. All right. I should probably do some, uh, side research, so if I need to do the thing. Uh-oh, Alyssa's thinking. Everyone run away. Kaylee is the one thinking. <laughs> yes, but by association, Alyssa has to think, too. It's fair. Alright, is that what you needed uh, for Kaylee? Uh, I mean, I'll have some stuff later, but if anyone else wants to go. Okay. So, let's move on. What has Oric been doing? For this last week yeah uh what are the major deities in this city the major temples in silverton uh are, are devoted to petra the goddess of stone karish the god of the forge and shahar god of civilization uh okay. the, the dwarves the hill dwarves here have a very strong sense of community and mm -hmm. they also are very you know, they're as as you might expect from a mining and smithing town like this, they're very in touch with both the both craftsmanship and also the stuff the mining part. Yeah. Okay. Um Oric. Well, I mean we can go a little bit into Oric's character. I don't mind like talking saying out loud so the audience can kind of know. Uh Oric obviously is a kleptomaniac and likes to steal stuff but also he is really really trying hard not to go back to his old life and um wants to like not go to jail anymore and make some changes so i think he's gonna um pay some visits to the temple of shahar uh because he feels like he wants to be a productive member of society and civilization and not someone that takes things and gives them to the uh unproductive members you could say so yeah he's gonna he's gonna take some time and go to the temple of shahar what sort of rituals do they perform there like what do you do okay so the first time you walk in there uh you, you walk in and there is currently a service going on okay and you see this priest standing up on uh, at the altar, like preaching to this group, and right as you walk in, they just go. Now remember, everyone, the enemy of civilization and community is greed and thievery. <laughs> Those that steal cannot be part of the civilization planned for us by Shahar. <laughs> and oh, then man. he goes on, uh, and he eventually. So it kind of goes on to a different thing, but you just timed it perfectly. <laughs> I, I rolled a d20 to see what was going on. I rolled a one. <laughs> right as Auric walks in, this guy is preaching about why how you should never steal because stealing 
is the ultimate opposite of civilization. Order oh, wow. and, you know, you should be helping your fellow citizen and giving the, the goodness of your heart because then that is what true community truly is. And to take from someone when they need it as much as you do or more, that is one of the ultimate sins in the eyes of Shahar. And it just goes on about this. Oh my god. So what gosh. does Oric do when he does when he comes into this? Oh my I don't I gotta think Big. about this a little bit. Um he feels very convicted, very guilty, um, but he's also conflicted because uh he like pickpocketing and just you know, snatching stuff has been uh, a, a major part of his life for as long as he can remember. Um Hmm. I think he's he feels pretty guilty and he's not sure what to do. But he feels like out of obligation, not obligation, but just out of guilt. And he's not sure how this will help society at all. But out of guilt, he just kind of like leaves um, 10 gold pieces subtly, just kind of leaves them on the pew that he was sitting on when he, when he leaves. He's just kind of like, I, I, I feel bad in some way. I don't know what to do. Here's some money. Someone's going to find, I guess. There you go. Uh, I, I need to go process this. Okay. Eighteen. Uh, yeah, you kind of slip it down, and the people kind of a little farther down don't notice you do it as you slip out of the uh, the building. Yeah, he's not sure how to process this because he he feels very like guilty and convicted, but also he feels like it's like even just like like pickpocketing and just snatching little things is a part of his identity at this point <laughs> so he's not sure what to do. yeah and so the the priest did go on to some other things later on it's just that you managed to hit the perfect point <laughs> entering in so if he if orc stays to, to the to the end he does get some yeah. more stuff that's like ah uh, you should uh, if your neighbor needs something you should help them out uh, donate to help help build if they need it stuff like that uh, okay. So not so yeah, it's not all, all like moralizing. Yeah, he he likes that stuff. He's like, okay, you know, trying to do good things sounds good. Just stopping doing this one bad thing that I always do sounds really, really, really hard. <laughs> yeah, and you would probably know that um, Shahar is actually also fairly common amongst halflings. Halfling communities. Uh, yeah, a common, he's, a, he's a commonly worshipped god, uh, just because halflings and dwarves both have very strong senses of community and like the whole rather than the individual and stuff like that. So for for Oric, that was almost like a person who just like hasn't gone to church in a while and feels like they just need to. <laughs> like there's like I don't know why I just need to go to church again, and he did, and he felt very guilty about it. <laughs> <laughs> He did the wrong sermon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and honestly, like, I'm I'm guessing that this probably has something to do, like, he was doing that because someone had stolen the gunpowder and tried to blow up the thing, but Oric just missed yeah. all of the context on it because of when he showed up. So. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, so that's, I guess, one day for Oric. Uh, anything else go. he wants to do? <laughs> Not really. He's gonna like go back to the inn and think about his life. <laughs> All right, he'll just rest and consider and think. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Uh, does NG27 have something he wants? Yes, he does. So he wants to go find like a library or some sort of like record keeping place and see if he can find any sort of. Does this city have like newspapers or something like that? Um, the probably the closest this because of the Cavern of Seals, they really don't feel the need to record a lot of their own. So your best bet would be to go back to the cavern and see if you can find anything else. But doesn't the cavern just list names, or am I getting... No, the cavern doesn't list name just names. It lists some others. Uh, so, for example, when you guys arrived, it listed your names, and they, it said, like, has arrived in the city. And when you left the cavern last time, Vistrom told you that he, he would bet that if you went back to that inscription, it would now say something different, recording what you did. Oh. So then, saved saved the town from ter- certain destruction or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then, in that case, I want to go and see if one, if there's any way I can find anything else out about what happened. Like maybe if, like, uh, there's anything else relating to stuff happening twelve years ago or whatever, and if there's a way to like repair what was. Because the wall's magical. I don't. It's possible, so, you know, they could just repair it. It's fine. <laughs> you can try. Um, so I'll say the first, first off, I'm going to have you make uh, an investigation check with advantage to see if you Ooh. can find any information about what happened 12 years ago, all that. And then I want you to make an arcana check with disadvantage to see if you can uh, fix the scratching it. Okay. So the investigation check, I got... Uh, hold on, I gotta look at my modifier. Investigation check, I got a... I'm proficient in that. No, I'm not. I got an 18 on the investigation. And then you said Arcana with disadvantage? Uh, yeah. A 16. All right. So what NG is able to find out is, first of all, you go through and with the help of the Stonekeepers, you're, you kind of cross-reference. So you know that it was 12 years ago and it was a date. And so you're going to cross-reference with their written records and you're trying to figure out more or less what else happened and was recorded on this day, uh, on the like in this time frame. And you, you do find that actually um, there was an assassination that took place. Uh, what happened and was recorded is you're able to find that the previous head stonekeeper before Vistrum Steelhelm uh, was found dead uh, on at the, around the same time. Uh, and you don't know if it's connected. It might be. With the Arcana, you said it was a sixteen. Yeah. Um, you're not. You're still not able to get much out of it. This was very badly damaged, and because it is a cave, like whatever did this really messed it up. But you are able to find one thing, which is it's got the NG, and you're able to kind of fix the dash 
There's a dash just like you have. And then there's a one. And you're not oh. able to... F- there's a one, and then you think there's another digit app you can't decipher. Okay. Um... Yeah, so they're not going to have any other sort of record, so I'm going to just, like, keep track of that, and then if, uh, if, if, yeah, other than that, I don't think there's anything else I really need to do, so, but that's interesting. Okay. Uh, see, so that's what you do with your time. You, it does take you a long time. I'd say it takes to try to find these things, but you are able to comb it pretty carefully and you manage to find out some things that you hadn't noticed before. Uh, Quill, do you have anything you want to do? Yes, so I want to go back to that tavern that had the Whisper group in it. Okay. They're still there and I want to kind of figure out if, like, figure out if somebody like in the organization has like seen or heard or like hired nymph before, like try to find more information on her. Okay. And then um, also, yeah, just like kind of see if like I can find out anything else. Like if my dad or somebody has hired nymph before, or we have a record of her son. Interesting. Okay. So you don't really have any con other. So that's not going to help you a whole lot. But I will have you make an investigation check uh, to ask around the whisper for this. I will do so. That is a... That is a 13. All right, so uh, while you talk to them, as far as they're aware, this is a relatively small... Not a going on in Silverton as far as the whisper is concerned, but uh, you ask, and they haven't ever hired her themselves, and they don't know of anyone hiring them in the whisper. The whisper is not one to hire others a lot of the time, but they do know of her. They know that she is dangerous and she is a spellcaster, which you already kind of found out. Yeah. All right. Um, other than that, I guess I, the only other thing that might like that Quill would do is probably write another letter to kind of like my dad explaining like what's going on so far, just to keep him updated. And then Quill's going to draw a picture of Nymph to have like just a copy of a pic, like just draw a picture of Nymph just to have. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can do that. I'm tempted to make you roll for quality of the picture. I will roll. What do you want me to add to that? Uh, we'll say it's a sleight of hand check. Awesome. Dirty 20. Yeah, it's a really good picture. It's like some quality stuff right there. Got some a new artist. Yep. You're now the art cleric. All right. Uh, um, I'm going to say that Sean probably spends most of his time getting pampered. Uh, 
he <laughs> you know goes oh, goes and has a nice dwarvish spa day hot rocks on his back you know uh there's like some groundwater springs he spent some time there stuff like that um Kalia, did you have anything else that you wanted to ask about see about um I don't know if there's enough time for her to do this in the week that she has. Um, but those like important locations that she heard about, she would probably check the the cavern of seals and see if um there's anything notable that happened after. Like obviously this was a long time ago, but anything notable that happened like soon after she heard about her uh, relative passing through in one of those locations. Okay, so what you do know is that the Cavern of Seals specifically records the history of Silverton, just this area. Oh, so it do- it wouldn't have any information about those other cities, uh, which you imagine is why the mention of your ancestor uh, does not ever say where he was just that he left the city going east. However, if you wanted to, there's some regular libraries in the city and you could go and try to research a little about those. Yeah, I'll do that. Alright, go ahead and roll a history check for me. Um, that's a five. <laughs> okay, so here's what you find out. Aria is a small kingdom. Wow. Henry's Tower has an oracle. Incredible. The Whipwood is a big forest with living trees. Catherine's <laughs> Temple has a lot of temples in it. And Viridium Peak is full of annoying elves. Excuse me? This, this These books were written by dwarves. But you are not able to focus. You're too lost in thought trying to figure out where the Moonblade might have gone. So you really don't, you don't find much more out. You This isn't like a geography book you're looking in. So there's that. She slams her hands on the table and closes the book that called her uh, Viridium Stupid and storms out. <laughs> <laughs> it just said it was full of annoying elves, not that it was. No, I think I think it specifically said Viridium's Peak, more like stu- Stupidium's Peak. Ha! I think that was in the book, honestly. Viridium Peak, more like Viridium Week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dwarves, dwarves are not known for their love of high. Wood elves and hill dwarves get along pretty well. Any kind of dwarves and high elves just don't. High elves are just not. High elves tend to be quite haughty, uh, especially the ones in Viridium Peak. Dwarves are more like down to earth. Ha ha ha. Because um, uh, uh, their their heads are closer to the ground. Uh, Am yeah. I right? They're short. <laughs> <laughs> Says the half. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the that is pretty much what you get. The dwarves or at least in this where you're looking from the books you've been have been able to find don't seem super interested in caring about elves. 
And it also doesn't help that you do have elvish features as a half-elf, so you probably didn't get the most help from the librarians here. And they're just like, Oof. heck you. Like, they'll, so, they'll be like, yeah, the section's over there, but they won't both, and that's probably why you had some trouble. Rude. So, uh, that's pretty much what everyone wanted to do, unless someone else had something. Um, one... Other thing, if I have the time, okay. also want to go to the library and see if I can find anything about myself, for lack of a better word. As in, like, obviously my character doesn't know what a Warforged is because until now he assumed he was one of a kind. He wants to see if there's any sort of writing about anything similar to me Okay. At all. I so know I want to spend my vacation at the library. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm uh, at the library right now, you hooligan. Yeah, this is fun. This is the lore dump episode, part one. <laughs> um, this is my favorite kind of episode because it means I just get to talk about this world. Anyway, uh, Chandler, I'm going to have you roll an investigation check with disadvantage because you are looking up a very specific topic. Ooh, boy. Well, not a so good start. So they have to help him? Ooh. That's a nine? Kalia, how are you? Did you say you were going to help him, Kalia? No, I just said, why, would the, why wouldn't the librarians help him? He's not an elf. Or part elf. Kalia, you can help me. Sure. He's, <laughs> he's a random robot. I imagine he just strolls in past the librarians, from what I know of NG. He just That's walks true. in and walks towards the books, and he's just standing over there, and you see him stand and go, help, NG, you can, uh, Kalia. NG and I will be steady buddies. Let's go. All right, so Kalia will uh, give up on trying to find anything, which is part of why you don't much, and come help you, uh, NG. So you can roll with advantage, so you can roll again. So basically, actually, well, it would just be one, so... Just roll again, Angie. Okay. Tell me what you get. <laughs> hey, that worked out. A 15. Okay, a 15. You don't find anything about constructs like you. Uh, you. As far as you can tell, you are one of a kind. There is no mention of any kind of construct level of consciousness. Uh, but you do find some stuff about different constructs. Uh, the dwarves are known for building basically automatons or magical constructs that will help them in the mines um, or for, to protect something. Uh, and they take good notes on it. Like, uh, so various constructs, but none of them are written to be like you. Because you, your main thing is you have complete free will. Uh, and you can be healed by healing magic, which is very interesting because most constructs, like a cure wounds, doesn't do anything to them because they are just metal and they are essentially magically programmed. And so you don't find any references to something like you. And the wood, you also notice, is an outlier because most of these constructs, at least the door, the way the doors make them, are made from stone or metal. And your core is essentially just dark wood. Okay. 
I'm Pinocchio. You're not Pinocchio. Alright, that's all I needed. So. Woo. Okay. So that will uh, conclude that. Do you guys want to just have a scene of all of you just chilling? Yes, my character's trying to sure. drink even though he can't drink. Oh, Lord. Yeah, let's get crunk. <laughs> you get some drinks. NG pours it onto his face plate and it just kind of slides off. <laughs> I such a, that's such a waste. Oh, my God. Can you uh, allow me also... <laughs> Yeah, do you guys allow the 16-year-old to drink? Uh... I would. Do any, us, do, do any of us know her age? Like, has she told us that? Nobody but NG knows how old I am. Yeah. NG knows how old she is. Everyone else has no idea. Does and this I'm kingdom NG. have a legal drinking age, though? Honestly? Probably not. Yeah. Um, given that this is a dwarf mining town, not really. Exactly. But most this of the time, most... Most people like there's no legal drinking age, um, and some places tend to like have like watered down ale as stuff. But most bars will also like they they tend to serve less potent alcohol to minors. Uh, in, in you know. did she sure. look young for her race? I don't know if I've seen many kangoos before, so I don't know if I would know. Roll an <laughs> intelligence check for me. She acts young, that's for sure. A 16. Okay, uh, you think she's a little on the small side for a Kenku. Uh, if you guys want to roll an insight check to figure out how old she is, go for it. I'll do it. Yeah, I only have, uh, I only have a plus one on that. That's an 18. I got a 7. Uh, Oric, <laughs> this is an adult bird. You don't know how, <laughs> how, how tall they get at Kenku. Uh, you know they're not it's super tall. You. So, and yeah, she's taller than you, so she's got to be That's not probably, saying much, but sure. <laughs> she's probably got to be somewhat old. Uh, Kalia, you look at this bird, and you, you like, we're just thinking about it, and you're like, I've seen a Kenku before. This is not an adult Kenku. This is definitely a teenager. You're not sure how old of a teenager, but that's definitely a teenage kanku. Oh, boy. I'm so glad that people just let their children run out into the unknown. You say that? You say. <laughs> yeah, do you say that? Uh, Passive aggressively at NG. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I don't know what world you came from where a robot gives birth to a bird, woman. <laughs> I wasn't talking. I was, didn't say that NG was your parent. Just, just said it Maybe in general. I mean, NG's the closest thing that they've seen to a parental figure. True. And as far as I remember, you've never mentioned your father or anything. Nope. Probably shouldn't. <laughs> Side note, what race is my father? Uh, your father. Hopefully, you a Kangoo. Uh, no. Uh, so your your real father, your real parents were obviously Kangoo. Your adoptive father, uh, if uh. I'm remembering correctly, 
It's a Thanos situation. Thanos and Gamora situation. Not exactly. No. I would hope not. That one does uh-huh. not end super well. Well, I mean, I don't know nothing about her father. Um. Okay, I I think he was human, if I'm okay. remembering correctly. Warning, he should be a giant purple alien. No. Yeah, maybe. A flying purple I'm people eater. Great, so. <laughs> So, um, Kaylee's not going to be the one that lets this teenager drink, but she's not going to stop NG from letting her drink because, you know what, NG's got to be the responsible one here. It's not her job to babysit. Letting NG be the responsible one is the worst idea ever. (laughs) I'd like to point out, NG, that it is 100% literally your job to this child. Okay, but I don't understand the concept of a child. So as far as I'm concerned, she can drink what she wants. And I don't even understand the concept of getting drunk, because I can't do that. Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) She is, as far as you're aware, you're 10 years old. So she's older than you. And as far as you've been pretty much the same level of maturity and intelligence your whole life. So you have no reason. Roll, Roll an intelligence check for me. (laughs) <laughs> You're like, I have no reason to believe your judgment lacks judgment. <laughs> wow, that was real good, Dickens. Yeah, that's called a sentence. <laughs> you got a what? Eleven. So you're aware of the concept of children, but being, you know, an assassin robot, uh, and given that you're like ten years old and you, you know, that you're functionally mature. Um, you don't think this is a child. This is definitely not a child. A child is two months, three months, maybe four or five if they're particularly immature. But once they hit like a year old, they're probably fine. (laughs) So, or, well. By her, this world's equivalent of like a a shot of fireball and call it the day. Oh, man. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you buy one yourself, and it just like singes the wood a little. <laughs> All right, yeah. So hey, just watching like, this. Yeah, think I'm a child. No. No, think about I'm a adult. Angie, yeah, Angie assumes that you are like a functional mature being. And she assumes just about adult. everyone is a functionally mature being. Mistake number As long as you're, you know, five months or older, you're good. You're <laughs> <laughs> voting age. Walks up to two year old. Here, have a sword. <laughs> have you registered to vote? Your, <laughs> your two month old child? I mean, democracy isn't a very common uh, in Kita. Past like a mayoral level in some places, so voting is not a super common thing. <sighs> All right. Well, is this poor child drinking or not? Been able to make smart decisions about voting my whole life. Yeah, Quill, are you drinking? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Roll a yep. constitution saving throw. If no one is going to stop me, then I'm going to drink. Kaylee's going to have a conversation with uh, NG about his babysitting skills. And What'd you get on? I'm getting it. Oh, I'm sorry. I got it. Okay. She's been borrowing my dice and I put them away for some weird reason. That is a constitution. So that is an 18. An 18? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you you guys watch as this bird drinks a shot, which is kind of strange to watch given that she has a beak. But <laughs> she drinks it and she seems fine. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Um, and she... What? I know you're... <laughs> I... You're her... How do I... How do I say this? <laughs> babysitter! Teen... Yes, okay, you're her babysitter. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um... Which means you're supposed to take care of her. Right? Uh-huh. She's a teenager. Probably what? not fully de- like mentally developed yet, so it might be a good idea to hey, I'm what you're talking to me. Okay. But do I know that he got he has amnesia or is that I know. I would not have told her that. Yeah, it's it's not amnesia. It's just that as far as he knows, he's only existed for 10 years. He has no proof that he existed before that. So that's what he remembers. It could be amnesia. It could just be that he's existed for 10 years. But the earliest he remembers is 10 years ago. So there's clearly something that... Okay. NG, I get it. You're... you're, uh... You're you, but, um, <laughs> generally, people don't let their underage, uh, children alcohol. So. It's not my child. I'm just here to make sure she doesn't die. Leave me be. Uh. Uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, Alcohol poisoning's real, kids, but okay. And is just throwing shots of, uh, shots of alcohol at his face. Just over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every every now and then, you see NG just... And it just kind of drips off of this faceplate. <laughs> In the background, you see Quill take another shot. No! Say that out loud. Yes, she said that out loud. What? I'm cutting you off. You can't stop me. Excuse me? You can't stop me. Please just. (laughs) Not my parent. I'm sorry, I can't make you serious. Will! Make good decisions. 
You're too young to be drinking. Question for Lauda. Yeah. Does Viridian Peak have drinking limits? Like, uh, age limits? So here's the thing about elves. Elves live for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, I know. So the thing with that is that an elven drinking age is very confusing, given that most elves reach, like, maturity level physically by the time they're, you know, 18 or something. But mentally, they're not considered adults by the elves until they're, like, 100 because elves live so long. And so essentially what that means is that it has no real laws on it. It's basically just left up to the parent of like to be like, okay, you're cool to drink now. And it's also worth mentioning, elves aren't hard drinkers like dwarves. Dwarves like to drink. Elves will have like a little wine. You know, some very nice fancy wine and they'll sit around having tasting parties where they take little sips and then spit it back into the cup. <laughs> Dwarves will like Gross. down <laughs> shots in drinking competition. So. So as a half elf, how does that work? Um, Basically just whenever my parents Yeah, well, pretty much when your parents were like, alright, cool, go for it. So they, I, I don't know. It's really up to you how early you think Kalia would have been allowed to drink by her parents. Oric's been kind of silently drinking this whole time while this has all been happening. He's just not not doing so hot right now. Oh. I'm rolling in side check, Kalia. Kalia's like doing too much at once. You can tell that something has kind of shaken Auric, and like Jacob said, he's not doing so hot right now. She's kind of given up on Quill. She just hopes that Quill makes good decisions, and um, <laughs> <laughs> walks over to uh, to Auric and like, "Hey, you doing okay, buddy?" Like uh, that awkward, I... like back to back pats, like. Hey. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. He says as he, like, takes another swig of his beer. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to you with the inside check, Alyssa. He is very clearly not fine. <laughs> uh, do you wanna, you wanna talk about your day? Your week? Your day? I don't know how long it's been. Uh, 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 sure. Uh, I went... I went to to the temple uh, of uh, what's his name, civilization guy, Shahar. Uh, Shahar, that that guy. Um, I went to the temple, and 
Um, I just feel bad. I don't. I. I don't know. Stealing is like a part of me, you know. And so he's like, he's been drinking a decent amount, and so he's just kind of like, he's an honest drinker. Like he's not like a like an angry drinker or anything. <laughs> he's just like, stealing. Stealing's a part of me, you know. And I just, I just can't. I just. I, I just can't stop, I feel like. And and they're just like, no, you gotta stop. I'm like, no, I don't want to stop stealing. But I feel bad. And I want to help people not take things. Because that's what I used to do. I used to just take things and give them to bad guys and get paid. But I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore. Oh. <laughs> 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 Really, she, she doesn't know how to help. She's not a therapist. So, <laughs> she's like, um, well, so you want to keep stealing, but you also don't want to steal? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what part of it, point, is it a bigger part of you that... Over, um, Jacob's character, whose name I can't remember. What? Sorry, what? I spilled uh, alcohol all over. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> he, yeah, he does a particularly big eye drinking, and it just splashes <laughs> over his face and onto you. Hey man, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm having a moment, okay? <laughs> Mister, Mister Mayor, Mister, one of the Mayor, okay? I'm trying to have a moment. Why are you getting hostile? Okay. I don't feel Oric. very good. Okay. Oric. Oric, look at me. What? Oric. Oric. What? So, kind of, you kind of, you're feeling split in half. You want to steal, but you don't want to steal. What's the bigger yeah. part? Do you want to steal more, or do you want to not steal more? I don't know. I feel like maybe I just want to steal because I've always stolen, stealt, whatever. Yeah, I've always done that. If I don't do that, what am I? My well, friend. <laughs> Good campaign. Yeah. Yeah, you're a campaign manager. You're Quill's <laughs> friend. Um, <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> you've got a whole lot going for you. And if you want to help people, you can do that. So, you know, maybe you should um take it easy on the alcohol. Uh, he just like when you when you say that he like just like he like takes his mug and he like kind of like uh he does, like not an angry slam but like a happy slam on the on the on the bar just like but it's fun and you have it I don't think he's this is the first time he's like drank alcohol in front of you guys but halflings um enjoy alcohol <laughs> so they do uh Jacob because you're drunk and this is Oric I want you to make a wisdom saving. Okay. Oh boy. Uh, 18. I rolled well. Okay. You feel the urge to steal something kind of rise in you, but you're nah. I feel fine right now. I'm gonna <laughs> be good. Yeah. So I'd like to imagine he just saw something shiny. I pro- probably on on uh, something Kalia was wearing, like a bracelet or something. And like for a split second, he was just like, "Ooh, I want that." And then he was like, no, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> Which probably doesn't help your little crisis here. 
Roll a <laughs> insight check, Kalia. <laughs> uh, 13. Uh, no, you really don't. You're, you're busy trying to figure out what to say to this small, sad man. <laughs> um, well, buddy, um, take it easy, uh, and we can, we can talk about this more in the morning when you're feeling a little better, okay? <sighs> that sounds good. I'm gonna go to bed. Okay. You gonna be okay getting up to yeah. yourself? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Orc's gonna go try to find his way back to his room. I don't know if any of you guys want to help him find his way back. I but. imagine Orc finds his way back, but part part of the way up the stairs, he like you hear a thud as he like trips and falls, <laughs> and then he gets back up and goes to his room. There we go. So Kalia has tried to stop Quill from drinking, has had to help Orc fix his problems, and has lectured Ng on parenting skills. Yep. She's the mom. We've already established this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Alyssa doesn't know how to play any character but the mom friend. <laughs> That's true. Even my freaking bards, even though they made terrible decisions, they were still my characters. Ugh. <laughs> Kaylee's gonna stay up until Quill goes to bed. To make sure she doesn't make bad decisions while she get, while she's asleep. Yeah, I'm gonna go to bed like soon after work does, cause I get bored pretty. Cause I get really bored. Okay, so yeah, you you all kind of a little while after, uh, go back to your rooms, uh, and go to sleep. Um, you wake up the next morning, uh, and. Everything like uh, it's the morning that the caravan is supposed to leave. So if you're planning to go with it, uh, this is the day to do so. I assume we're we, we got to get our. Do we have our uh, cool weapons already? Or? Yes, you you would have okay. been able to pick those up a little while ago. Uh, you cool. your orders kind of had priority. So uh, Seda, you know, done that pretty quickly. Oh. Um. Can I sell my leather armor? Uh, you, you can try to find a leather worker and sell the armor. I'll say you can get this all a uh, few gold out of it. Uh, one second. Yeah, I'll give you a whole five gold for it. Yeah. Hey, you got like 50% of the worth back. Yep. And then, so, yeah. Yeah, and you are, uh, everyone else kind of went for weapons, so at the moment they're really not, like, super crazy, but you went for this armor, and it is beautiful silvery scales just kind of covering, and you can, and it, like, barely makes a noise as you move, which is impressive considering it is made of metal, but it just kind of, and it's etched with this beautiful pattern um, of a wolf, actually. Oh, so cute. Yeah, and if and like it doesn't shine is the other interesting oh. thing about it. It doesn't really reflect light. It's kind of a it's it's not darker metal, but it is metal and it's layered in such a way that it doesn't really shine. And especially 
cloak over it, it's going to be very, still very easy to hide with it on. Awesome. All right. Well, once I have that sold, I'll go to the kitchen. Wait for okay. lunch, I guess. So you guys can all make your way down to the caravan uh, and group does up Zork, with it. Does Zorik have hangover effects? Uh, roll a constitution saving throw for me. Okay. Uh, uh, yes. No, wait. Um, what's my constitution? Oh, yeah. 13. Um, you've got a slight headache. Okay. Uh, you half remember what what happened last night. Quill? Either way, he feels a little bit better. Like, like something happened that made him feel like he didn't have to steal quite as much. But he's not quite sure what. But he feels a little better. I've gotten a 16. Yeah, Quill, you feel fine. So, yeah, you guys can go ahead. You meet up with the caravan. Um, there's a bunch of, like, Dorvan and uh, Gnomish caravan workers and... Uh, some pretty heavily armored and armed guards. Uh, it is still a few days down um, to get to. Uh, it's a few days down to get in deeper into the mountains, into the pass that will lead you to one of the passes through, where the you would find the powder guard and their less secretive uh, and a little more common counterpart, the silver watt, where you're going to take these this powder. Uh, and so you can all group up with the caravan. Uh, Sean stumbles in a bit late. Uh, he looks like he was also drinking, but uh, not with you guys. And he actually has a flask in his hand. So you're not sure if he stopped or not. You don't know what's in it. But he just goes, it's time to go, darling. Stumbles <laughs> forward with the caravans as it sets off. Uh and you guys can all start heading out. And I think that is where we're going to stop today. Yay! It's such a cliffhanger. Oh my gosh. <laughs>